Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are at the end of Job chapter 15, looking at verses 27 through 35, and I'm using the New International Reader's Version because it's so descriptive. And this is still Eliphaz as he tells Job that uh, you deserve what's going, it's happening to you. It reads, their faces are very fat. Their stomachs hang out. They'll live in towns that have been destroyed. They'll live in houses where no one else lives. The houses will crumble to pieces. They won't be rich anymore. Their wealth won't last. Their property will no longer spread out over the land. They won't escape the darkness of death. A flame will dry up everything they have. The breath of God will blow them away. Don't let them fool themselves by trusting in what is worthless. They won't get anything out of it. Even before they die, they will dry up. Now, no matter what they do, it won't succeed. They'll be like vines that are stripped of their unripe grapes. They'll be like olive trees that drop their leaves. People who are ungodly won't have any children. Fire will burn up the tents of people who accept money from those who want special favors. Instead of having children, ungodly people create suffering. All they produce is evil. They are full of lies. Again, this is Job chapter 15, verse 27 through 35 in the New International Reader's Version. And I chose it because it's so descriptive. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 15, verses 27 through 35 in the New International Reader's Version. In this section, uh, Eliphaz tells Job that you're among the wicked, and you deserve, and you're receiving your just rewards. Poor Job. In this indirect manner, Eliphaz accuses Job of all kinds of sin, including hypocrisy, bribery, troublemaking, and lying. And poor Job, in his affliction, he had to listen to this. His body was wasted and tormented with sores and um, a sore with sore disease. His mind harassed by Satan because remember he wanted God to just take him out. Just you know, I don't want to be here anymore. And then his heart is wrung with the unkindness of his friends. They're unkind, and then they have false accusations uh, against him, accusing him of hypocrisy. 
of lying, stealing, bribery, troublemaking. So we can say again, poor Job. No wonder he was so agitated, often distracted, and sometimes even thrown off guard. God had chained his enemy, mainly Satan, and told Satan that instructed Satan to not touch Job's life. God uh, was his unseen protector and did not suffer his faithful servant to be greatly moved. So Job is that faithful servant and Satan was the enemy that he kept at bay. Being fat in that world was not objectionable. And in a lot of foreign countries, being fat shows that you, uh, it's proof of prosperity. It's proof of health. So Eliphaz was admitting that, yeah, we could do prosper. But then he says that wealth will not endure. The house will crumble to pieces. That's verse 28. Job's children died when their house crumbled. So this is mean. This is vicious. He's bringing all this stuff up. Job was a very wealthy man, and all of his wealth and possessions were wiped out. So again, Eliphaz is like insinuating Job, because of your wickedness, your wealth, your wealth did not endure. And then uh, they won't escape the darkness of death. Uh, a flame will dry up everything they have. And of course, that's uh, verse 30, uh, fire destroyed Job's sheep. So he's like um, retelling Job's story, but in a negative. Like, this is why this happened to you. And he's saying, you know, this is God's punishment on you. Job consistently upheld his innocence, but Eliphaz accuses him of deceiving himself by trusting in a false claim. We know because we read the story that Job is innocent, but his friends don't. And Eliphaz keeps alluding to the destruction of Job's, Job's sheep by fire at the end. And uh, in all of it, he's saying, um, instead of having children, ungodly people create suffering. All they produce is evil. They are full of lies. So he's, again, lumping Job in a group of wicked people who deserve whatever God does to them. We know and we thank God that he doesn't give us what our sins deserve. We praise him that he looks at our frame and remembers we are but dust. We praise him for the blood of Jesus that covers our sins and makes us white as snow. We thank him for the power of the Holy Spirit, which convicts us and um, keeps us and makes utterances for us to God when our hearts are heavy and our tongues are heavy and don't know what to say. We thank God for that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we come to the end of this chapter, which is so hard in uh, the book of Job, where his friends have basically accused him of doing everything wrong, including shaking his fist at you and dishonoring you. But that is not what Job's intent was. And we know, God, we thank you that you allow us to show to share our deep, deepest feelings with you. We thank you for that. God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. The needs are many. We pray and thank you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. 
Be blessed.